Live from the Old Church Concert Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's Portland Story Theater's Urban Tellers. May the narrative be with you. 1997, Honduras, Tegucigalpa. Uh, I was 17 years old at that time. And uh, I was home one evening when all of a sudden uh, I got a phone call. I wasn't expecting anyone to, to, to call me that evening. And to my surprise, it was a girl, a, a classmate from school. And that was even more surprising. I wasn't expecting a call from a girl. And this was someone that I had not spoken with uh, that much in school uh, anyway. But she needed help with, with some homework. So, you know, I, I helped her out and worked her through the homework. Uh, and after we got done with that, we struck up a conversation, we started chatting, and before I knew it, we had spent like a couple of hours on the phone. And, you know, that was amazing. Um, in fact, we, we kept talking uh, almost every night for a couple of hours to the point where, where my mom was getting upset, you know, telling me, hey, you're running up the uh, phone bill. Uh, and, you know, this, this was uh, before cell phones and uh, unlimited plans and, and all those things. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was really like the, f the first time in, in my life making a, a connection like that with, with, with someone. Uh, you see, I, I was very shy. Uh, I, was, I was the shy kid in school. I was very introverted, very much in my own little bubble, in, in my own little head. And that was really the, the first time connecting with someone. And we, we fell in love. Um, we connected over... All the things in, in, in life, the, the silly things, taste in music, uh, our fears, uh, uh, life. Um, and she, she was my uh, first girlfriend. We were actually together for uh, 10 years. Uh, that was really the, the, the first time letting someone in to my little world, to my little bubble, you know, and establishing such a deep connection and all that was, was amazing, and, and, and it was new to me. Um, but she, she was very different uh, than me. She was, she was outgoing, she was social, uh, she liked to dance, she wanted to travel and see the world. And some of those things were a little bit outside of, of my comfort zone. I even uh, remember uh, uh, one evening, she, she asked uh, if, if we could go to this restaurant where they were gonna have live music, it was going to be fun. We could we could have dinner, and uh, you know, at first I thought, yeah, this this could be a, a a good idea. Maybe it sounds like fun, you know, sit down and and have a conversation with with music playing. We got there, and it was not how I had pictured it in my, in my head. I felt so out of place. It was a different social situation, something I had not encountered before. I, I felt like a fish out of water. I felt so uncomfortable, and then uh, all of a sudden, the music started playing. And I couldn't even hear myself uh, uh, think. It was, it was uh, so loud. And I wanted to look at the menu and, and, and figure out what to order, but I, you know, I couldn't even think. And uh, I was just you know, feeling so out of place. And we, we, we weren't even there, for, I think, for 50 minutes when I said, oh, let's, let's get up, let's go. I, I, you know, I can't be here. Like, I couldn't even like, just sit down and talk with her. And all the while, she was actually having fun. She was enjoying the energy, the music, the people, the atmosphere. 
but she saw how uncomfortable I was, and you know, she said, yeah, okay, let's, let's go. And you see, that's, that's how the relationship went uh, you know, um, through, throughout the, the years. Uh, I had a hard time coming out of my comfort zone and, and meeting her halfway. And, and you know, she would always sacrifice what she wanted to do you know, to, to make me happy, to make me feel comfortable. Um, so, you know, eventually, over the years, uh, we grew apart, we, we broke up. Uh, the, the, the breakup was, you know, as you can imagine, really hard, not only because we had been together for 10 years, uh, and we started so young, I, I had no, no clue who I was on my own at that point, since I had basically grown up with her. Um, but not, not just because of that, but because a few months after we broke up, she, she met someone. And I, I still remember how, how it felt when, when I found out. Uh, by this time, I, I was here in the US in, in grad school. And I remember I, I had just finished all, all my finals for the, for the uh, spring semester. I was feeling great. I was feeling such a huge relief. I can sleep. I can wake up the next morning and just relax. And then the next morning, I'm there in, in my dorm room, and I get this uh, text message from my mom asking, hey, uh, why do I see your ex-girlfriend uh, on, on Facebook uh, with, with a ring on, on her finger? And that really just took the breath out of me. It felt like a punch to the stomach. I knew something really, really bad had happened. I, I knew I, I had messed up. I knew something was wrong, and I could, I could barely breathe. I could barely think. Uh, all, of, all of a sudden, everything just, the world just stopped at that point in time. So as you can imagine, it, it took me a while to get over the breakup. It was one of the hardest things uh, I, I had to do up to that point in my life. Oh. I, you know, even right, right now, I'm, I'm starting to like breathe again, <laughs> like I was at, at that point in time. Um, so, you know, I spent about a year trying to get over it. I kept going back in time, trying to fix things as if going back in time would, would change things and, and, and fix it, trying to figure out what went wrong. Why, why didn't, this, didn't this work out? And I, for the longest time, I, I couldn't figure, figure out why. And eventually, in the end, I finally did it. I figured it out. I, I, I knew that the only way to truly figure this out was to put myself in her shoes. I sincerely and wholeheartedly just, you know, took that plunge and put myself in her shoes. And that was just the most... Well, it was the hardest thing to do, but it was an amazing experience. And I'm not saying I, I, I just stepped in her shoes for a little bit to peek over how things looked from her side. I mean, I actually stepped in her shoes and really took a look at the world from, from her perspective. And that's when I finally understood. That's when I finally saw what was going on, where things went wrong. I finally understood her. When it, when, whenever we would have arguments and she would bring up certain things and she would say certain things and I'm like, oh, now I get it why she would say these things and, and you know, where I went wrong here, where, where I went wrong there. And 
I also saw, as, while I was there, I also saw him, um, the guy she was with, and I could see, I could see he was a really good person. Uh, he was, you know, a better, a, a better person for her than me. Uh, he was able to offer her a lot of the things that, that I wasn't able to, to offer her. And, you know, that, that really hurt, of course. And while I was there, I also saw myself. I saw me naked with, you know, all my flaws. I saw insecurity. I saw, oh, um, I saw fear, insecurity and fear. I saw selfishness. I saw ego. Those were, I identified it, those were the things that were at the root of everything. That's what, you know, caused this whole thing. And then at that point I said, okay, hey, you know what? As much as right now in this moment, I feel like I just wanna ignore this, I don't wanna face this pain, I wanna sweep all these things under the rug and just pretend it's not my fault. I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna face this head on because this is what got me in trouble in the first place. So then I made a conscious decision to move forward and fix some of these issues. And the most amazing thing happened from that point forward. While I was there in, in, in grad school, I started becoming more outgoing, more social. I met people from all over the world. I, I even uh, took dance lessons and, and learned how fun that, that could be. I can, I can do a little bit of, of salsa now. Yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not that great at it, but you know, I can fool you for a bit. Um, but yes, uh, I took, I took some uh, dance lessons, and while I was doing that, I realized, oh my goodness, it's this, I'm, I'm seeing this change, how, how this whole thing sparked this change. Uh, I, I, I don't want this to stop. What, what's next? What, what can I do next? And then I realized, hey, you know what? Now put yourself in other people's shoes. And then I started putting myself in, you know, co-workers, shoes, uh, friends, family. I started becoming a better professional, um, you know, working better with, with, with other people. And uh, I, was, I was there for my, for my brother and sister as, as they needed advice and I, and I helped them navigate through important life and, and career decisions. I was there for, for, for my mom and, and I'm constantly worried because, you know, she, she basi basically uh, devoted her entire life to us and, and now she's entering this new stage of her life where we've all left home and, and even you know mo um, both my brother and I left the the uh, country and you know what what does life look like for her now and and I want to be there and, and, and help her navigate that and then at some point as I was going through this whole process I said oh hold on hold on wait wait what's next so now we've done this how can I keep expanding my perspective even more and, and broadening my uh, circle uh, or my, my comfort zone? And then it, it, it hit me. Let's then expand it beyond just cir uh, the, the circle of, of close family and friends. Uh, what does that look like? Volunteer work. I started doing volunteer work. I started doing all sorts of volunteer work I, I could get my hands on. I started doing everything from serving meals to the, to, to the homeless to reading books to kids. And all that experience was incredible and it helped me develop a very deep sense of awareness and connection 
with the world around me and my community, and I wanted to, to be involved now. And then, I, and then, you know, I wasn't satisfied with that, apparently. I said, okay, now what's next? I've, I've expanded this much, what's, what's the next step? And then I, I couldn't quite figure it out. Eventually, I found STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, math. I started getting involved in, in STEM outreach programs. And, you know, because that's the field where I work, and I, and I said, I want to maybe help other, other people, uh, you know, get involved in, in, in STEM. And the, I, I remember the first time I volunteered in, in, in this program. I, I've been doing uh, Lego Robotics, if you've heard of it by any chance. It's this fun little program where you teach kids how to program a robot, and, you know, you solve some missions. There's a competition at the end of the year. It's, it's amazing. So. The uh, first time I, I uh, did this, uh, I was working with, with a group of girls uh, from a low-income housing project, uh, mostly from immigrant families. And, you know, being from Honduras, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with, with their background, the culture, and right away I, I could identify some of the hardships that, that they were having. And it was, it was really hard, because I, I knew it. I, I come from that background. I, I knew it was, it was going to be really hard to grab these girls and then tell them, hey, look, this is a robot. This is how you program a robot. Honestly, they, at, at first, they, they didn't even want to be there. They, they didn't like the idea. You know, they had other bigger problems to, to, to worry about. And I was thinking, you know, how can I, how can I get through to them? Uh, can, can I even, uh, you know, accomplish this kind of, can I get them to the competition and, and, and maybe do something? But you know what? The most amazing thing happened at the competition. They saw, the other kids doing this, and then all of a sudden this like sense of pride developed, and they wanted to do it too. And not only that, they actually did well. And they even surprised me by how much they were able to accomplish at that competition. And then I, I said, oh my goodness, these girls can do this. Not only that, they, they deserve an opportunity to do this. And that's when I understood that that was the next step that I wanted to take. It was not pushing me outside of my comfort zone. How can I push other people outside of their comfort zone to help them grow? And I said, this is what I have to do now. This, this, is, my, this is my goal. And he, that leads us to where we are today. That is, that is what volunteer work is for me today. I want to help increase participation of underrepresented communities in STEM. Why? Because, because their perspective matters too in this industry, and they also deserve just the same opportunity at a good education like, like the rest of, of, of the people. And that's, that's what I want to, uh, for them, because I, I've seen how, you know, in, uh, broadening my perspective has helped me, and that's what I want for them as well. And not only that, because I, I think it could really help, you know, uh, others and the, the global situation, let's say. So, whew. I know, I need a little breather. Um, so then, um, today, when I look back uh, at, you know, t at, at 10 years ago, when this whole crazy journey started, uh, I understand what, what it was, what it, what it, what it was that, that sparked that whole process, that whole journey. It was, going back to my first girlfriend, it was definitely 
Um, patience, kindness, empathy, and love. But not only that, number two, just as important, or yes, just as important, the strength and the courage to be 100% honest with myself as much as it hurt and forgive myself for my mistakes, let go of the past and make a conscious decision and effort to move forward and become a better person. You see, it, it doesn't matter how much empathy and love my first girlfriend gave me, I needed to make changes for myself too. So, the change starts from within. <laughs>